0: This is Bad Boys at the Eye, with your hosts, Mike Pate and Keith Black Trudeau. That's it, baby, and a foul! Hey, y'all put it in the front page, back page, middle page, wherever headliners, call on us, so and we will win game two. Good pick, you We will win game two. The game's over, and the Pistons have won the world championship! Welcome to the 2023 NBA Movie Star Fictional Basketball Player Draft. I'm your host, Mike Page. With me, as always, is my, my sidekick, Keith Black Trudeau, scout, scout of, of many players uh, and, and many fictional players alike. Uh, we're, we're happy to have everybody here today. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, this is a movie draft. We're going to be doing fictional basketball players. Uh, only we are going all in today, and we're not breaking character. We're going to scout these guys like like we've been scouting Victor Wembanyama for the last year. Um, I'm super excited about this. Uh, Keith, are you ready for this one? You you excited to do this?
1: I'm interested to see how this goes. I oh. I, I, I I am very very excited to to dig into the realm of, of fictional basketball.
0: Yes. There's a place for it. Deep, deep, and deep, deep in my heart. Um, Before we get started, I do want to talk a little bit. uh, uh, I had this idea on Twitter earlier, and I proposed it to Pistons fans. And I'm I'm anxious to get to know what your thoughts are, Keith. Uh, Right now, the Suns are down 2-0 to the Nuggets. It's not looking too good. Um, They still got to go back to Phoenix. We'll see what happens there. Uh, But if the Suns lose this series, I say Troy Weaver calls up the Pistons and offers anything they want except for Cade Cunningham for Devin Booker. Bring Devin Booker home. Either do it now or do it in free agency. I mean, it seems like a foregone conclusion. Like It just feels like something that's actually going to happen at some point. I know James Edwards keeps bringing it up, and that's why it's in my head. That and the thought that Jalen Brown might also be here. Uh, because these guys on Bud Bunsen, and Cardigan keep bringing it up over and over again, what are your thoughts, Keith?
1: Forget about it. That's my thoughts. <laughs> hey, look, for, first off, the, the Suns didn't get Kevin Gar- or Kevin Durant for this season. They, they they got him as a midseason trade. High, super high usage players acquired in midseason trades almost n- never result in championships. They didn't get Kevin Durant for the season. They got him for this season and next season and then the future. I don't think the Suns are losing really – look, I think Denver right now is simply a better basketball team than the Suns, and it's not because they have too much talent. It's because those guys have been together for years. They've been playing together for years. Uh, Kevin Garnett had eight – or I keep calling him Kevin Garnett. Kevin Durant had eight games, eight total games before the playoffs – they, they traded for him, and then he immediately wound up uh, on the inactive list. So I, I had absolutely no expectations for the Suns in the mm-hmm. postseason. I didn't think they would get past the Clippers until they just had too much talent because Kawhi Leonard uh, had to bow out early. So I as, as far as Devin Booker goes, I think he stays in Phoenix as long as Phoenix is willing to pay him super max money, which I see no reason to believe that they won't. Look, could Devin Booker wind up in Detroit down the road? I, I suppose, you know, in his mid-30s or something. But uh, right now, I I see absolutely no reason or no sane reason why Phoenix would even entertain trading Devin Booker, who is absolutely a, a franchise-caliber player, even if he isn't as good as Kevin Kevin Durant. They need a player as good as Devin Booker to go with Kevin Durant. So there's no reason for them to, to deal him.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I I don't know. I got it in my head that, you know, another playoff disappointment, maybe Devin's like, I want out. You know, because we're we're in the age of I want out. So that's that's where my head was at. It, it's if- been possible, but I,
1: I don't see any evidence that he would want out, especially, look, even he has to understand that they, they – KD has not had nearly enough practice time with that Phoenix Suns team. They're barely a team at this point. They're just Devin Booker and Kevin Durant taking turns. They don't they haven't had enough time to install uh offensive sets that benefit both of them. Look, what if the season ends and the Phoenix uh gets knocked out of the second round, they might be my odds on favor to win the championship next season because they'll have a full training camp, a full offseason to to find some complimentary pieces they've Devin Booker and Kevin Durant is such an amazingly talented duo it, it's not like they don't have other guys with him Chris Paul even at his advanced age is still very useful uh DeAndre is still very useful uh even though he he takes a lot of plays off they just need uh, time reps and maybe one or two decent role players and I I think they're the championship favorites next season this just isn't their year And maybe Devin Booker feels differently. I don't know. That's just, it seems very clear to me that that's how this season uh, evolved for them.
0: Okay. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's fair enough. Well, um, yeah, I mean, that that makes sense that, that, that Phoenix, especially with the new owner, um, who has already shown that he's, he's not afraid to spend money. Uh, I don't think he's in a hurry to go backwards. Yeah. So. Yeah, all right. That killed my dream. Uh um, right. that's fine. <laughs> There's always Jalen Brown. That's always, I guess, somewhat possible. I don't know. I don't know what this team's going to do this off season, but we'll, we'll see. I'm just anxious to get to it already. Jalen Brown, I could see as a remote possibility more than Devin
1: Booker, because he he actually does seem like he wants out.
0: Yeah, I, I don't blame that Boston team. Just I mean, even though they're still very much in the mix, they just feel like they're just not going anywhere. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought the 76ers just handled them uh last night. And you know, James James Harden had probably one of the best games of his yeah, the, of his career. The, 70, the 76ers,
1: I think. I think this is the best version of, this may be the best version of the 76ers we've seen in 40 years. They they are they are just locked in. Uh they are really good. James Harden, uh, he is not always uh, dialed in. He is dialed in for this postseason run. Uh, he 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 looks like he's trying to make this a legacy push, which is very dangerous for everybody else in the league. The Sixers, as of this broadcast, have not lost a playoff game yet, right?
0: Um, no, they. they oh sweat yeah, they bro- swept. Yeah, they swept. Yeah, they
1: they are undefeated so far in the playoffs, and Embiid is not even there right now. That's the the Sixers are kind of scary. I think the Nuggets are are very good also, but I I think that would be very. Great for the league if we got an Embiid Jokic uh, final where where the center position it was was the highlight of the NBA finals.
0: Well, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see Jokic in the finals, and it'd be cool really to see any of these teams. Uh, I, I'm I'm down with anybody. Um, real quick, uh, it's awesome to see Heat and Knicks uh, in a playoff series again. It's just it just brings me back to my childhood and. Um, I know Jeff Van Gundy doesn't coach there, but if if, if at all possible, uh, a fight breaks out and he grabs Bam Adebayo's legs uh, and gets tugged across the court, I, I mean that'll that that just makes it all full circle to me.
1: Yeah, if no one gets punched during the series, I'll feel kind of let down. <laughs> I I do think it's kind of cute that the Knicks are making the run that they are playing very much uh, 1990s style. Uh, dump and chase go get our own missed shots basketball uh even the miami heat themselves are kind of a, a throwback team even though they do take a lot of three pointers uh, but they do also play a, a very physical style of basketball so it, it, it we've, we're only one game into the next heat series i think game two is tonight uh but yeah i i'm i'm very excited for pretty much all of these second round series except for you know, I, I'm I'm excited for pretty much all of them. I think all four of them have things to like. So yeah, this, this this has been one of the more enjoyable playoffs in recent memory, at least so far.
0: Without question. I've been loving it. All right. Well, let's get into this. Let's get into this uh, fictional movie star basketball player, Mockdraft. And I still have, clearly have not figured out the names that I want to go with on this. But all right, here's what we did. We went on to Tankathon and we did four tankathon spins and we're going to do 14 picks this is what the order looks like so the Houston Rockets have the number 1 pick the Detroit Pistons your Detroit Pistons have the second pick the Magic with the third Blazers with the fourth Spurs in the fifth Hornets in the sixth Pacers seventh Wizards eighth Jazz ninth the Mavericks round out the top 10 Magic at 11 Thunder at 12 uh, Raptors at 13, and the Pelicans at 14. So you'll obviously be reminded as we go through the draft. But without further ado, let's get it going. I have the number one I won in a coin toss previous to the draft, which feels uh, like very 1985 to me. Uh, (laughs) Pretty sure that's how they used to do it. Uh, 84
1: was the last year where they did the coin flip. Yeah,
0: 84. Sorry. It feels very 1984 to me. So uh with the first pick in the 2023 fictional mock draft, the Houston Rockets select Jesus Shuttlesworth from Lincoln High School. Uh, an absolute phenom out of Coney Island. Uh, this kid can do it all. He he can play any position on the floor, he could play in space, he can he can play in the crowd, he could do anything that you want him to do. Uh, rave reviews from from everyone from Shaquille O'Neal to Michael Jordan to reggie miller to to uh, uh anybody dean smith they're all there they've all had great things to say about this kid sports center actually did an entire uh 20 minute package on this kid uh, the likes of that they've never seen uh, on sports center and never done before um there is some interesting things his father uh is is incarcerated at the moment uh he did he did uh uh was convicted of manslaughter for the death of jesus's mother uh so there is a little bit of that uh there is some rumors that jesus is going to go to big state instead of coming right to the league but we're going to get him right out of the uh right out of my high school and uh everything's going to work out he's going to bring his little sister with him and uh he's going to make sure uncle Bubba gets about 10 percent of uh of of whatever his income is because uncle baba uh raised him um after Uh, Jake Shuttlesworth went to prison so we'll see what he could do and how he can coexist with Jalen Green and Jabari Smith should be an interesting uh, meeting of the minds there in Houston
1: yeah I I do wonder though just simply being the top high school basketball recruit doesn't always look it's usually a sign of better things in the future but not always uh New Orleans Noel comes to mind yeah Uh, look I, I I can see him fitting in in Houston, but he does have a little bit of baggage, like you said, and I I don't know if Houston <laughs> this Rockets team is stable enough. Uh, look, Emi Doka, I think that will be an interesting mix to see uh, how Emi Adeoka handles Jesus of Shuttlesworth. But not to mention, you're you're bringing in a guy that plays the same position as your best player, well, your quote-unquote franchise guy, which is Jalen Green. So how are they going to share the ball? I, I have some concerns there.
0: Yeah, it could be interesting. There are some rumors. I mean, they're just rumors that the Rockets may be shopping Jalen Green, but we'll see if that means anything at all. Um, again, and and another concern is that uh, Jesus Shuttlesworth is is a lot like Steph uh, Stephon Marbury, and um, you know we'll, we'll see what that means come come time in the league after he's you know spent uh, time with him and you know, uh, Jalen Green and. Will he continue to maintain the professionalism that he's shown thus far in high school, or will he uh, kind of be a loose cannon? We'll see.
1: Okay, so the number two pick will go to the Detroit Pistons. And uh, positionally, I see a no-brainer pick here. Uh, If if you look at Detroit's roster, they have bigs, they have guards, they need wings in the worst way. Uh, This is a no-brainer to me. Uh, from the movie uh, the fish that saved Pittsburgh, the Detroit Pistons select Moses Guthrie. Uh, Moses Guthrie, uh, much like Jesus, Jesus comes with a little bit of baggage. He's he's a little bit immature. Uh, but here here is what he is also he's Julius Irving. Uh, extremely athletic, uh, six forward can palm the ball like a grapefruit. Uh, extremely athletic. Does he fit in in today's uh, 2023 uh, NBA culture? I still believe he does. I, I think, I think that he has enough outside range that he can spread the floor, but really uh, more than anything else, you you have one of the the most destructive open court, uh, small forwards in the history of basketball, not a small player at all. He can play defense. He can block shots. Uh, super athletic i i have nothing else that i need to say about this pick uh, moses guthrie uh, will be a detroit piston and we are hoping upon hoping that they can get his uh i want i will say some some character issues uh uh under control as as he did for himself in the movie the fish that Saved Pittsburgh.
0: swagger for days with this guy the endorsements are going to be lining up around the block for this kid Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be quite an addition and, um, yeah, they're going to get, they're going to get together with, uh, Kate Cunningham and they're going to see who has the better fro. And, uh, I I think Moses is probably going to win out on this one. So with the third pick in the 2023 fictional basketball draft, the Orlando magic select neon Bodeau from Western university. Uh, this is an interesting story. So, Neon uh, is a another another phenom. Although you wouldn't know it, uh, Western University basketball coach, uh, whose name is escaping me at this moment, uh, had to go to Algiers uh, in Louisiana. He had to take a boat, uh, go through a, a, the jungle, essentially, and and just just go to the end of the earth to find this kid uh, hooping in a gym, uh, made out of straw, seemingly. and yes, Keith. Pete, Pete Bell was the Pete coach. Pete Bell, yes. Western University ha- head coach Pete, Pete Bell. Yeah. Um, signed him to an NIL deal. And made sure... <laughs> He was the only one that he, <laughs> did. he didn't get an NIL deal. I, I know. I know. You're right. Uh, well, they, they that's, that's going to actually say a lot about Neon's characters that Western University offered him a Lexus, uh, and he turned it down because he didn't feel as though uh, it was right. Plus, he this is a guy with good head on his shoulders. He He's the type of guy who's going to look at tests and wonder if they're culturally biased or not. Uh, very smart guy, Neon Bodeau is, and could do just about anything a center uh, could do. Now, he's got a little bit of a 90s game to him. This is a guy that's, you know, he's going to be a lot bigger than your average center today, a little bit more lumbering. You're not going to get the type of speed that you're going to get from from a guy like uh, you know, Joel Embiid or uh, uh Nikola Jokic as we were talking about earlier. But this guy will throw it down the throat of any player in the NBA uh day one. So it, it's going to be very interesting uh to see how he pairs up with Paolo Banchero ben- uh, and uh some of the other younger guys that are over in, o- in Orlando. I think that they are going to have a, a great player for at least a few years until he decides to yeah. go to Los Angeles.
1: <laughs> that was going to be my uh, my comment. I we, we something tells me I've seen this movie before. Yes. <laughs> uh, do do you really think that uh, that Neon Bado will will stick around in Orlando when when the the Lakers come calling when he eventually reaches free agency? Now you have something in your favor. It is 2023. We do have uh, restricted free agency on rookie contracts. So you are guaranteed uh, to have him for at least, you know, seven to eight years, as opposed to the, what, four that Orlando had Shaq for. So I I think this kind of works out in your favor. Uh, I, I do wonder about the fit, uh, they already have kind of a crowded crowded front court with uh, Palo Caro and um uh, the who knows who, Orlando has like three big men and I'm just drawing a blank right now
0: I am as well but I get your point Are you looking it up Yep. Oh, Jonathan Isaac is there, Franz No, Wendell Wagner. Carter
1: Jr., that's what I was thinking of.
0: Okay.
1: yeah. Wendell Carter Jr., Franz Wagner, Paolo Bancaro. Bobo. Like, yeah, really, yeah. Mo Wagner, but that doesn't really mean much. But the bottom line is this, yeah, and Bobo. They, they need guards that look, I get it. You can't pass on the talent there. Uh, but but Orlando definitely, uh, definitely needed some guards. Uh spe- speaking of teams, uh that have guards, the Portland Trailblazers are up with the fourth pick, and they have the exact opposite problem with the Orlando Magic. They need big men. And that is kind of my issue is that there's not a whole lot of big men available at this point with Neon Badeau uh, off the board. I, I see a couple uh, here that are a little bit lower in my draft board, but I'm, I'm going to have to take one because I can't justify taking another card for the Portland Trailblazers. All right. the The Portland Trailblazers uh, select Bo Cruz uh, from the movie Hustle. Uh, Bo Cruz, played by Juancho Hernan Gomez, uh, sim- uh, definitely a better player in the movie than Juancho Hernan Gomez is, uh, at least has been so far. I I wanted to say what what was he described at as? Uh, if Alan Iverson and Charles Barkley had a baby, yeah, yeah. So look he he's got the cred he has been uh approved by nba scouts he's already a name i i'm not pulling him out of thin air uh he has a bit of a temper problem uh you you definitely don't want to talk about his family uh you can get inside his head a, a little bit which kind of worries me a lo- uh somewhat i i do wonder uh if he translates uh on a high level, like e- e- even a rich man's uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez, I'm not sure uh, exactly how that plays out in the NBA, but I'm I'm willing to try to willing to find out. And I tell you what, he is a great fit on Portland because Portland really, other than Jeremy Grant, has no real
0: real front court depth. All right, I, I, I like it. Go ahead. No, I like it. That's a great pick. I I am worried about you know he did. He did almost punch Anthony Edwards in the, in the face at a, uh, at a scouting run there. Yeah.
1: If if Anthony Edwards is, is getting in your head, like a Lex Luthor supervillain level, I I do have some concerns about that, but he doesn't need to step up on on Portland and be the leader right away. They have that. They just need a big man. They, they, They need some depth in their front court.
0: I hear you. Hey, stop barking. Uh, With the sixth pick, or excuse me, the fifth pick in the 2023 Fictional Movie Draft, the San Antonio Spurs, select Will Smith from Bel Air Academy. Uh, Now, Smith is an interesting uh, uh, prospect. Now, this is a guy who uh, wasn't originally on the Bel Air Academy basketball team. Uh, He was actually noticed just shooting hoops in the gym with his friend Jazz when Coach Smiley uh, of the, uh, uh, noticed him and coach smiling. Of course, the, uh, the, the, um, Bel Air Academy principal noticed him and, and essentially forced him to join the team. Uh, and immediately he just took over that team and it became their leading scorer. Uh, he beat Isaiah Thomas in a one-on-one game, uh, just a fantastic player that can, that can play, uh, just about anywhere on the court. Now there is some issues. There are is some concerns that maybe he could be a bit of a showboat. He could be somewhat selfish player at times. That's something that uh, you got to hope that Greg Popovich would be a great guy to to try to fix that problem. But Will Smith uh, for Bel Air Academy, I think is is a, is a great, great player who who just needs a little bit of tuning.
1: Hey, I'm so uninterested in on why you think he's ready for the NBA level uh, coming straight out of Bel Air Academy.
0: Well, this is a guy who he's been through quite a lot. Uh, he he got into one little fight, and his mom got scared and sent him, <laughs> sent him all the way over to 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 Bel Air to live with his his uncle and his aunt. Uh, uh, his uncle a prominent uh, uh, Beverly Hills lawyer. Uh, his 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 aunt is a a, a professor, um, a college professor. Uh, so he's got he's got a lot of uh, uh, good people surrounding him. A lot of people who are going to help him uh shape his way into into being ready for the nba i just uh, i look at it like this uh you know he he does have an opportunity to go play at ula uh he's ultimately not going to play there uh for some odd reason i don't know why they didn't continue the basketball storyline, but whatever uh so that's really all i have to go on is his high school career Uh, and considering that this isn't real uh i think he's ready to go
1: you you think uh Will's personality is a good fit for San Antonio? I
0: I just think that Greg Popovich is the right guy to Now look, Will's going to be a little bit more flashy than your average San Antonio Spur. That's for sure. This is not Tim Duncan, okay? This is not Tony Parker. This is this is a guy that is, you know, has a personality uh and he's going to bring this is almost like Dennis Rodman's time with the Spurs, although it's not going to be as bad. Uh he's not going to dye his hair like demolition man. Yeah. The the day shows
1: this. This to me is like if Lamelo Ball went to the Spurs.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, at least at least if this version of Lamelo, like if Will Smith is Lamelo Ball, at least he's not bringing Lavar. He's bringing Uncle Phil, which is a much much better fit.
1: He's also probably Uncle Phil's been on TV less than Lavar. All right. Um, Probably. The the six pick belongs to the Charlotte Hornets. And speaking of Lamelo Ball, it's really his team. Uh, there, there's not a terrible amount of uh, talent around him. I, I can really go anywhere except point guard, uh, which is really bugging me because there are some really good point guards on the board. And I I really don't want to make this pick, but I'm gonna have to because I think he's a great fit, uh, a great four spacer. And man, I I'm. Mm. Yeah, what the hell, I'll do it. Uh from the movie Hoosier's, the Charlotte Hornets select Jimmy shitwood Oh. And yeah. Look.
0: Pacers fans are Pacers fans I, are destroying the living room right
1: now. I, I am as surprised about this as you are, but uh because because look, Jimmy Chitwood, 1940s basketball player, he is going to have to be introduced to a whole lot of things that happened in 2023. Uh, very different culture, uh, different rules to the, the game of basketball. Uh, there will be a shot clock that he's going to have to get used to. Uh, players dribbling with both hands. It's it, it, It'll be dogs and cats uh, living together, just pandemonium. Uh, but I, I'll tell you what translates over over the decades, uh, a pure jump shot, and Jimmy Chitwood definitely has that. Uh, you can run him off of screens. Hell, you can run him off of four screens on one play if you want. Uh clutch player Uh, he already has a state championship ring uh from from indiana we we know that he can be relied on to make the the big he's he he has that dog in him he he can be relied on to make the the big shots at the end of the game look his lack of athleticism probably is going to hold him back a little bit uh but to me i'm thinking with Lamelo ball uh Dishing the ball every uh, around everywhere. Uh, Charlotte has a nice, uh, fluid up-tempo offense. Whenever Lamelo is actually healthy, uh, I, I think Jimmy's going to get a lot of wide-open trail threes. Uh, this is kind of me as to like what Austin Reeves is to the Los Angeles Lakers. He, he's not going to be he's not going to be very heralded, but I think he's going to be a very effective player uh, for a number of years. And you're getting him young too, uh, so, so you have a lot of years to develop him.
0: You know, it's interesting because if there's any player in this draft that seems like a Greg Popovich guy, it's Jimmy Chitwood. So I'm surprised yeah, I was surprised, that surprised he didn't pick him. The Spurs didn't take him there. But you know, they 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 really liked the athleticism that Will Smith brought to the uh, to the I mean this Will Smith was making half court shots in the middle of basketball games. The gym was the size of a twelve by twelve room, but th- but that didn't matter. Uh the Pacers who uh whose fans desperately wanted Jimmy Chitwood uh, are are very upset, but it's okay. I'm going to make it up to them here with this pick. Now they've got a great, great player in the backcourt, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, solid, solid point guard. Still, don't I mean? I look, the the trade worked out fine for everybody, but I still don't understand why the Kings traded this kid. I really don't get it. But uh, I am going to pair him up with a a great, great two guard. Uh, it's going to be a little bit of an interesting pick because he's a dog. Uh, I am selecting air bud with this pick. Now there are some concerns, uh, namely the first one being, uh, like I said, he is a dog. Uh, so there will have to be bathroom breaks, uh, probably one per quarter. I would imagine at least one, uh, during halftime. I don't know who, who, uh, you know, who they're going to designate to take him out, uh, take him around back. Uh, they don't play in the Kaseko Fieldhouse anymore. I can't remember what the name of their new stadium is. Uh, but uh, anyhow, doesn't matter. Moving on. This guy could do about everything that you want. He could set up a play. He could run the floor uh, probably faster than anybody else in, on the entire court because he has four legs. Uh, while everybody's down on one end, he's down on the other end waiting to set up a play. He can lob the ball. He can play defense. There is a little bit of concerns because he has a propensity to, uh, to stick his snout into people's um, nether regions. So there is some Draymond green type comparisons there. Uh, Although Draymond doesn't do it with the snout to be fair to Draymond. Uh, There are also concerns that he might bite someone. Um, And you know, that's, that's kind of another thing. And the Pacers are also going to have to pay for all of his shots before he Can actually be delivered to the team so there's there's going to be some investment before air bud actually shows up but once he gets there him and him and uh tyrese halliburton are fantastic backcourt
1: yeah speaking of players that don't have the dog in them uh ironically it's air bud Uh, how many sports is this dog playing he's playing not just basketball he's branched down into baseball he's branched down into football right my concern is where is exactly, where, where is his nose pointed uh, at, at any given point? It, is he, is he trying to make basketball a full-time thing? Is it only a part-time thing Are, are if the Pacers and Colts have conflicting dates, I mean, who knows? Do, is he going to try his hand at the NFL? Is he going to try his hand at baseball? Uh, look, he, he's a multi-sport athlete. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I just have concern as look, he let, let's, get the elephant in the room out of the way he's a dog his yeah. focus is all over the place right that's true. And especially with him excelling at so many different sports i have to wonder uh is he long for the nba or not
0: well that's the thing you're you're guaranteed to get you know possibly 13 years out of out of him in the nba uh i don't know how much longer you know it it really just depends That's the other thing is is you got to worry about the aging. We're talking about dog years here, not human years. So while he may be ready to go in the first few years, uh, there may be some wear and tear after you know season three or season four. But you should get some prime time action out of him before that. Um, The other worry, obviously, is that dogs sleep probably about twenty hours per day, so he might miss some practices. But I'm telling you, once this kid gets on the court, he's he's a diva. He's, 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 He's a total diva. Yeah, you, there's some there's some real concerns, but I will tell you, the kid can ball.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm also worrying about you know going to visiting arenas and fans holding up signs of squirrels and it being wow. a distraction.
0: That's we a we point. don't
1: want another test incident where Air Bud goes into the stands to chase <laughs> something that isn't real.
0: That's right. Yeah. Hopefully there won't there won't be any laser pointers, uh, you know, in the crowd or anything like that. Yeah, we can't have that.
1: All right, so up next, uh, the Washington Wizards, and they they are just in a in a very interesting spot. I, I I really hate to call it purgatory because I don't think that's fair, but they they have a decent roster. Uh, that they're paying a lot of money to, uh, they they they've got uh Porzingis, they've got Bradley Beal. They really don't have any holes on their team, but they don't have any great strengths either Bradley Beal's kind of wearing down a little bit early those injuries are taking hold I I think they need an uh what they need is an infusion of youth and what better player to succeed uh Bradley Beal as the next big star in Washington than uh one uh Butch McRae from Blue Chips uh Butch McRae played by Penny Hardaway has all those same qualities, uh, oversized point guard, 6'7". Uh, I think he would be even better in 2023 than he was in the mid-90s. Uh, super athletic, can see the floor, runs a nasty pick and roll. There, There's just n- not much that can get in his way uh, when he is focused. I, I do worry about the homesickness. Yeah, everyone knows that he wants to play for the Bulls. Uh, the Bulls do not have a pick in this draft, so he is going to have to live with it for at least the first seven or eight years of his uh, pro contract. He can ask for a trade if he wants, but they're not going to give it to him. Uh, look, After that, who knows, but I'll, I'll tell you what, maybe he'll grow out of it. Maybe he'll mature. Maybe he'll realize that the, the Wizards are the best place for him because, let's be honest, the Bulls haven't done anything uh, of note since Michael Jordan retired. Uh, not that the wizards are have have much cred themselves, but uh, maybe he'll go up and realize that there are other organizations that are maybe a better fit for him uh, than the Bulls. Also, he can take care of his mother, so that that's yeah. always a plus.
0: Yeah, I, I I don't have many complaints other than when he reportedly went to coach Pete Bell and and asked if he could get out of his scholarship. I, I you know that is a concern. Is he gonna? It's D.C. is you know it's kind of a, it's an interesting place. It's not Chicago, you know. It's I mean. Is he gonna? Is he yeah, gonna well, have? Is he gonna enjoy his time?
1: It's also not California though. Uh, this there, DC is a lot closer to Chicago than than Los Angeles.
0: True. Yeah. Oh. Okay. That's that's fair. Yeah. Similar weather. Similar. Uh, yeah. I guess similar feel. I was thinking you I was thinking, you would pick him, thinking.
1: I was thinking uh, the Pacers were gonna pick him up because that would have been the closest team possible outside of the Bull- outside of the Actionable Chicago well, Bulls.
0: Well, we thought about it, but then we, you know, we heard rumblings that the Jazz were uh, going to take Air Bud, so we wanted to make sure that we could sew them up right there. And uh, maybe the Jazz were, were fooling us, but but I don't know. Uh, Air, Bud, Air Bud just seemed like the right way to go. Uh, the Jazz are up next, and this is a team that is such a weird team. They were supposed to be bad, and then they were somehow kind of good, and then they were bad again. Oh, uh, well,
1: they
0: tanked. Yeah, they tanked. Uh, although I really, it was funny at the beginning of the season when they were supposed to be like the worst team in the league, and then somehow just started knocking off everybody. And then they said, "Okay, well, we need to calm down now. Let's start tanking again." Uh, but a solid team, you know, they don't have Donovan Mitchell anymore. Rudy Gobert is gone. Uh, it seems like marketing is now the guy there. Uh, this team could still use a, a little bit of extra help probably mostly mostly in the backcourt right now their backcourt is is uh jordan clarkston taylor orton tucker chris dunn uh you know just uh, uh who's who so colin sexton. sexton yep colin sexton obviously is their starting two guard um i'm gonna get them a guy uh who's a real animal uh, uh, this will be my second pick uh in the fur covered um uh, category i'm selecting uh, scott howard uh, the teen wolf from beacontown high school uh this is a really interesting guy so uh about his senior year he realizes that he is a werewolf uh it actually comes from a long line of werewolves his father was also a werewolf uh, who went to high school long before there um, interestingly enough no one had ever told him this uh, i don't know how that's possible But uh, during a game, he actually transforms into a werewolf and finds out that it makes him a phenomenal basketball player. And this guy can – the athleticism on this guy. He's flying all over the place. He's doing uh, trick dunks. He's going to be at the dunk contest this year. I guarantee it. Uh, The Utah crowd is not going to know what to do with it. The normally reserved Salt Lake City people – are going to just be just wowed by this half man, half wolf uh, player in in Scott Howard there. Now there is some obviously uh, character concerns. Once he becomes the wolf, he does become a diva. He does become, uh, you know, really all about himself. He's not much of a team player. That's something that uh, they're going to have to figure out. Uh, They don't want him to have to transform back into Scott Howard because Scott Howard's not a great basketball player. Uh, he is a little bit clutch. He does make those final free throws in the state championship game, but you really want him to stay as a werewolf. You just need to work on, on the, uh, the attitude problems that he has. And again, much like Airbud, bud, you, there's concerns that he might bite somebody.
1: So Scott McCall uh, will instantly on the, <laughs> the day he plays his first NBA game be the second shortest player in NBA history, other than Muggsy Bogues. Uh standing just five foot four, you do wonder about the the upside. I, I get it, he is extremely athletic. He can go behind the back, he can dribble, uh, he can finish around the rim. Uh Nate Robinson did a lot did a lot of those things, and Nate Robinson was five foot nine, five inches taller uh, than Scott McCall. I, I like his potential. Howard, Scott Howard. A, did I say Scott Scott McCall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who McCullough, Scott McCall is. Yeah. No, he that's a different team wolf. Um <laughs> no but you're right. Scott Howard, you're right. I was wrong. Uh Scott, yeah. So Scott Howard, uh he he has displayed some point guard potential, uh, some nifty court vision, some good handles. I I, I think there's certainly a fit for him, especially in Utah. Uh they will probably love him. I do wonder about the upside though, because I don't know if we can if there is room for a five foot four uh guard, no matter how athletic, to uh become an all-star. However, with the ninth pick in the draft, that's you're not terribly concerned about that. Right. I do I do wonder about his uh emotional control, possibly picking up technical fouls, because you you just never know uh what's gonna set him off.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that is a problem.
1: So the Dallas Mavericks, all right, the Dallas Mavericks at number ten, and oh my goodness, uh, they just they should just call them the Dallas Luka Doncic's at this point. Uh, Nothing else on this team matters except him. Uh, They they tried trading for Kyrie Irving, that ended horribly. I maybe he'll come back if they're the only ones that are willing to pay him the money he wants, but. I, I don't think he's happy there. I don't think anybody is terribly happy playing with Luka Doncic, uh, who who dominates the ball like few players in the history of the game, and doesn't isn't a terribly interested defender. There is no doubting that Luka is one of the greatest players in the world. It, it is just, just really really difficult to find a a good talented high usage player to pair with him because Luka does demand the ball so much. So, so that being said, uh. Who who should I pair him with? Yeah, I think this one's going to be easy. Uh, from the movie, uh, the air up there, uh, Sally Wontamba.
0: Oh,
1: All really? right, uh, Sally, straight out of Africa, standing six foot ten, uh, real springy, uh, good build, very athletic. I I don't think he has much range outside of the paint, but he's very young. You can work on that. You're you're getting him basically uh in his late teens. I, I think down the road there's a lot of uh, pick and roll potential with he and Luka Doncic. Uh Sally, very unselfish, uh unselfish uh, player and human being, despite being a, a chieftain's son, uh, does not bring that ego with him. You're not gonna get all the the emotional baggage that you're getting with so many of these other players that we picked. You know he's a team player. Uh, you you know he's a great teammate. Yes, I, I think there's maybe a limited upside because I don't know about his outside shot, uh, but I, I think he has the highest floor of he uh that we have picked so far. I, I think he fits in very well with Dallas.
0: Yeah, there are some concerns uh, that the Mavericks haven't seen that movie since 1994, so they don't really uh, remember it all that well. Uh, but but yeah, he's obviously going to be a guy that that is going to have to is from the Sudan, um, is, and is going to have to really make an adjustment to to the American game, and and uh, and obviously uh, he's going to have to learn a lot of things and and how to how to coexist and how to live uh, here in America. So yeah, it, it is an interesting pick, uh, definitely a project uh, for the Mavericks for sure. Uh, with the 11th pick, the Magic are back on the board.
1: Uh, On on behalf of the Chicago Bulls.
0: Yes, thank you to the Chicago Bulls for making this happen. Uh, They had uh, they selected Neon Bodeau uh, from Western University with the third pick. And with the 11th pick, they're going to take Anton Tyler from the University of Washington and the film The Sixth Man. Uh, Anyone who's seen this movie knows exactly why Anton Tyler is perfect fit with Neon Bodeau. Because Anton is your classic facilitating point guard he is a guy that uh with his brother kenny tyler uh l- led you the university of washington to, to several wins uh kenny was more of the score uh but antoine left his his uh his his fingerprints on basically every single play uh led the nation in, in assists um once his brother kenny uh unfortunately died during a game against ucla uh, Antoine was forced to take over the the team completely and actually showed that he could be uh, quite the scorer along with uh, the facilitator. So you're getting a guy who uh, is is a born facilitator who who can also score and can lead your team, but a guy who's really going to be able to set up uh, Neon Bodo in great ways, much like his uh, college teammate Butch McRae did. Um, there are obviously a little bit of concerns. Uh, Anton is. Um, is <laughs> there's some concerns that Anton is followed or believes that he is being followed by the ghost of his brother uh and that a ghost of his brother is assisting him in uh winning him and the rest of the University of Washington uh in winning games whether or not that's true, we can't be uh sure but there has been certainly some interesting things happening at the University of Washington since the death of Kenny Tyler uh but I believe Antoine or excuse me Anton Tyler uh, it's a great pick for the magic, and we'll see where it goes.
1: So, I I confess, uh, of all the players that we're picking, the one movie I have not seen is The Sixth Man.
0: Oh, you haven't seen uh, the film?
1: No, but excuse me if I'm wrong. Does does it not sound like a a complete ripoff of Angels in the Outfield? Uh,
0: actually, sir, um, I am going to uh, yell at you, uh, because that is not true completely different similar yes but but it doesn't hold on hold on on. the ghost does not the ghost does not require that two children uh wave their arms in the crowd for him to activate and only only one person can see him uh, and that's his brother and not joseph gordon levitt so uh i recommend you watch this movie and please quit with the disrespect he, he is still getting
1: supernatural assistance absolutely which okay, could so which could I, come I'm in handy that for the could get i'm thinking that could be a scandal down the road
0: that that it actually was a scandal in the movie so uh it could certainly be yes once uh a a somebody from the athletic gets a hold of this uh they're obviously going to uh it's going to be quite quite the editorial
1: Okay, so the the Oklahoma City Thunder, oof, the number twelve pick, and man, they they have such a nice young roster. They, they really the thing that they need the most is time, uh, because so many of these players are young. Uh, Shai, uh, shy, uh shy Gilgis Alexander, their franchise player in his what sixth or fifth or sixth year, but he's still only twenty twenty four, twenty five years old. Josh Giddy, uh, Lou Dort uh both Jalen Williams (laughs) the Jalen Jalen Williams is uh and and we're not even including uh, their their top draft pick from uh from last season that didn't even play a single game and they still made the plan so I really with this with this embarrassment of riches uh, of young talent where am I going to go you know what? They here's what they don't have. They don't have a whole lot of shooting. Uh man. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think I can pass this one up. Uh also from the Arab there, uh the Oklahoma City Thunder select uh Holawi Watumba, the, the older brother of Saleh. And I, I make this pick for two reasons. One, uh he is clearly not afraid to come off the bench. Uh, He he was a limousine driver uh, prior to the the final game uh, of the movie. And at one point in the game, simply takes off his uh, shirt and plays in in pants and work shoes. And is just immediately comes in cold at halftime and is lighting it up. Uh, Shows great range, can shoot the three. Uh, Not quite as tall as his brother, but probably 6'5", 6'6". Uh, very good defender. Uh, can jump over people and catch catch lob dunks. Uh, one handed. Look, he is a little bit on the older side. He's probably about thirty. Uh, but in my opinion, that's exactly what this Oklahoma City team needs. They they need an elder statesman to come in. Uh, a veteran, uh, if you will, that will come in. Not not need uh not have the ego of a younger player. Not not need the ball so much. Uh, won't rock the boat, but when you need him, he will step up, uh, just as he did for his brother, uh, in the movie, The are up there step up and he will be ready to come off the bench at any point, uh, and contribute and do his job.
0: I like it. That is an interesting pick. Again, uh, there's some concern that the thunder have never seen this movie, at least not since 1994. So, uh, they can't really comment too much on this. Uh, me being the thunder in this moment, uh, I am going to uh, I'm going to take an interesting one here uh, with the Toronto Raptors pick. I am going to take Monica Wright from USC and the Los Angeles Sparks uh, from Love and Basketball. Uh, let me first just say what a freaking movie this is. Uh, I mean, this thing is one of the most beautiful damn movies ever made. They somehow were able to. To make a beautiful love story, go with a basketball movie, and it is just seamless. I just love this damn movie. Uh, Monica Wright is a, is a star player at Crenshaw High School. Um, goes on to be a star at USC. And, and the reason I take her to, to Toronto is because after USC, she's going to go play overseas for a little while. And just having that uh, international experience, I think, is going to really suit her. Uh, You know, a lot of players, when they get drafted to Toronto, they get a little, you know, some of, sometimes they don't like that they're going to be playing outside of America. Uh, So this is something that I think Monica will be able to handle. Uh, There, there is some, uh, she does, she is in love with uh, Quincy McCall of the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, but he's going to be going down with a career ending injury soon. uh, And, and they're going to play each other in a just a gosh damn beautiful scene. Uh, at it, the it, end of that is... movie, <laughs> they 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 play for each other's love essentially. Good God, what a movie! Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Uh, but yes, Monica Wright, phenomenal basketball player, and actually has some WNBA experience as well. So she is making uh, the the turn from from high school to college to international to WNBA all the way up to the NBA to be the first female uh, player in NBA history, and uh, it's going to be a great.
1: So I have just one complaint uh, yeah. as someone that has also seen uh, Love and Basketball a million times. Mm-hmm. I, I was also a teenager when that movie came out and it just brought me to tears. Well, yes. at least the first couple of times, but it was a great movie. Uh, but you you left one thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that last scene where, where Monica Wright is playing Quincy McCall, uh, who at this point has a debilitating knee injury yeah uh, she she is playing for his love and how did that game end
0: uh I, he won if I'm not mistaken he's he,
1: he still won a a
0: yeah.
1: a player no longer capable of playing full court five on five basketball at a high level uh still manages to beat uh Monica Wright in a game of one on one with her very soul on the line I am kind of worried about her upside
0: there I'll oh. tell you what oh, go ahead. <laughs> Well, you know, I like to think uh, that she let him win uh, because, well, he he needed that. He needed that. And it was for love, man. Everybody won in the end. They played that Maxwell song, and it was so damn beautiful, and everybody cried. I, uh, How could you go against true love, Keith? How?
1: Because she lost. <laughs> she lost to a guy in a knee
0: brace. God, these, some of these scouts have no soul.
1: All right, I'll tell you what. Uh, The New Orleans Pelicans uh, will have our final pick, the final pick of our uh, fictional uh, player draft, and they're celebrating their war room right now uh, because they had their eye on a female, and it wasn't Monica Wright. Oh. So I'm looking at New Orleans' roster. They have an absolutely dynamic roster. CJ McCollum, Trey Murphy, Herbert Jones, uh, Jonas Valanciunas, uh, Brandon Ingram uh just a stud scoring wing and Zion Williamson and when healthy this team is maybe one of the top three or four teams in the Western Conference uh, they are that loaded but here's my problem uh, one Zion Williamson is just never healthy uh, he he's never in shape he gets injured a lot uh, one of the top probably 10 to 12 players in the entire league when he's right but he's never right and we what we need in new orleans is a little bit of insurance and maybe even an enforcer type that'll motivate him uh to stay in shape and i i just see the perfect player available uh from from the movie alien resurrection uh the new orleans pelicans select ellen ripley what What? Yeah, ellen, what? Ellen, ellen ellen ripley uh just, just, oh no! Nope, hear me out. Uh, Ellen Ripley, a fantastic basketball player, as she as she exhibited in, in the movie Alien Resurrection. Uh, she she is part alien at part xenomorph at this point. Uh, she has those superhuman reflexes. Uh, she can take it strong to the basket. Uh, she can dump the ball. Hell, she made a half court shot without looking. Just threw it over her head, like, and walked away. She, she was the original Steph Curry. And what's the bonus? She has concentrated acid for blood, so nobody is going to want to pick a fight with her. And I'll I'll tell you what. What could be scarier than a teammate that has concentrated acid for blood? You you don't think uh, Zion Williamson Zion Williamson is is going to slack off? You don't think he's not going to come into training camp in in shape? Uh, no. It is all psychological at this point. You put Ellen Ripley on the New Orleans, uh, Pelicans. I, I, I think we are possibly talking a championship run and I'm not saying she's going to statistically dominate. Uh, she does not have to, she clearly has skills. You can bring her off the bench. That's fine. But her her role is definitely as a, uh, as an enforcer, uh, as a leader, as, as someone that that's going to step up and say, uh, Get me out of this plan. Get me to the playoffs. You know, when Ellen Ripley has proven over and over again, she is willing to die uh, for something if she wants it badly enough. And yeah. what what could be worth more to her than an NBA championship trophy?
0: Well, there are obvious concerns that, well, besides the uh, acid for blood, uh, there are concerns that she spends a, a lot of her time in the depths of space. um. Uh, are are we going to be able to? How do I know that? How do I know as a team who's investing in her that she's going to be, she's going to be there uh, more than Zion if she's constantly out on space missions. Well, okay.
1: Well, Wayland Utani has fired her probably half a dozen times at this point. Uh, fired her and resurrected her from the dead. Okay. I, yeah. I I don't I don't think. Look, Wayland Utani does not like Ellen Ripley. Her own employer would very much like to be rid of her. I don't think that this would be a a very uh, uh,
0: bitter negotiation between the NBA and Wayland Utani. I I, got to tell you, that's another concern, is if she has this much problem with authority, uh, is she going to be listening to to the coach? She
1: she has a bit of a violent streak. I will not deny that. However, if you watch the movie, uh, everybody that she beats up, she beats up using the basketball. She does not physically make contact. Uh, she 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 will knock you out but she will do it with a basketball which in some ways if you do it reg right, is legal as long as you don't fling it at somebody's face
0: all right well that's that that's going to wrap up this uh this very fun fictional mock draft uh before we get to get out of here this is these are some of the players that got left on, on on the floor or got left on the board uh we've got uh billy hoyle from uh white men can't jump we got Lewis Scott from Celtic pride, uh, Quincy McCall from love and basketball, Kyle Lee Watson from above the rim, Jackie moon and coffee black Clarence withers from semi pro uh, Marcus Stokes uh, from fresh Prince of Bel-Air who only I remembered uh, Kenny Tyler and Tyler's older brother, Sydney Dean from white men can't jump Thomas Shepard from above the rim. Chip Douglas from the cable guy. Kevin Malone from the office, Stacey Patton from Eddie and Mark Cooper from hanging with Mr. Cooper. That's who I had left on my board. Did you have anybody who didn't get drafted?
1: Uh, I had pretty much the identical board that you did uh, right. for the okay. players
0: that we had remaining. And that's that. Um, yeah, this was, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed doing this. Uh, just kind of a thing that an idea that came to us last week, we thought, let's try it. Let's have fun uh while well, the playoffs are going on and, and it's a we're we're in mock draft season anyways so let's uh let's let's go ahead and have a good time so i'm i'm interested to see how Mo- moses guthrie is going to be on the pistons i can't wait to see that um oh did you just lose power keith i think keith just lost power okay so i am by myself right now uh Well, I'm going to wrap it up then. Uh, Next week, we are going to have Matt Issa come in and help us do the 2006 uh, NBA redraft. We'll uh, see you guys then. Have, uh, Have a good one.